Welcome to Falcons Drip, your go-to source for Falcons news and draft coverage. I'm Thon Ray, founder and voice of Falcons Drip. And as always, I'm here with Jeff and Ferg, my two co-hosts. Before we get started today, um, I did want to give a shout out to Designs by Jamin uh, for allowing me to use his pictures and his artwork, um, and also by Wilkes. Um, they both gave me their artwork to use in some of our videos um, and some of the podcast previews and that sort of thing. So shout out to those guys. If you're not, you should definitely check them out on Instagram. Um, give them a follow. Uh, they're just been really helpful uh, with my ins- or with our Instagram page and just other things like that. So today we're going to talk about the hot takes that we see for the uh, NFL season for the Falcons. We're going to talk about some medium takes, some hot takes, and then some steaming hot takes. Um, and then we're just going to talk about why they could happen or why we think they're, you know, might not happen. So jumping into that, Ferg, why don't you give us your medium? Let's get, why don't you give us your medium take? Sure. I got a medium take. So, uh, my medium take, or I guess one of my medium takes would be that, uh, AO and Edekumbo gets a sack and has single digit pass deflections in the season. That's my my medium, maybe even my low, I guess. That's probably mm. my low take. Anyway, the reason when I say single digit pass deflections, I'm not saying I want to be very clear. I'm not saying one pass deflection. I'm saying I think he gets anywhere from one to nine pass deflections mm. on the season. I think he also gets a sack. Mm. Um now, why is this considered a hot take? Because AO, he may not see the field, mm-hmm. right? In all I mean, that's a possibility. It's a it's a real possibility. He does not see the field. He doesn't get any play time. I don't think that's the case. I truly, th- I'm a believer in AO. I'm a believer in Ed Edekumbo. I think he will see the field. And I think that we're going to see flashes of greatness. Hmm. I really, really sincerely believe that. So if you think he's going to see the field and see, we're going to see flashes of greatness, one seems kind of low. Not if you take 10 snaps in the season. <laughs> Okay, but if you take ten snaps in the season, then he's we're not going to see many flashes. That's a, well. Think about it. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying that I think he'll see ten. We'll see ten snaps. Mm-hmm. So when I say pass deflections, let me round that out. Let me give a, a a more specific number. The number on that, I think we'll see like four or five pass deflections. Mm-hmm. QB rush or Q, you know pressure on the QB mm-hmm. right QB pressure. Um, you know, coupled with a sack, which okay. is, again, that's not to say he won't be part of tack, like he won't have maybe, or be part of a tackle for a loss or a couple tackles for a loss. I just think, I think what we'll see is we'll see a sack. We'll see, you know, four or five pass deflections, some, you know, QB pressure. How many? I snap- don't think we see, I was just going to get to that. Oh, I don't think we see, I don't think we see more than 30 snaps in the season. Hmm. Okay. I'd I'd put I'd say sub thirty snaps in the season. That's when I say flashes of greatness. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see him put. I think we'll see him put pressure on the QB. And again, if you only take thirty snaps, but you get a sack, and you got four or five deflections, maybe a tackle for loss. You know, those are flashes of greatness in thirty snaps. That's incredible. You do the math. How many snaps does a guy take in a season who's a starter? I have no idea. You do the math on that. If you get one snap, you know, if you get one sack out of 30 snaps, you're talking about someone down the road. You do the math on that. Could Again, this is I, I don't know what the math is. I'm saying hypothetically, 
someone that could potentially have six, seven sacks a season. Mm-hmm. Which and I I would be thirty if we saw thirty snaps. In my opinion, I think that's maybe on the lower end because now we've got seventeen games, seventeen games a year. I mean, if you have, I I can't do them again. I can't do the math. But exactly, the math is too hard to but, do. But right, <laughs> we just, just I, I mean the math is. So basically, for you what, guys, there's there's sixty. <laughs> well, let's say there's let's sixty. Let, let's let the human calculator <laughs> well, do yeah. this thing. If, if you're talking thirty snaps, you're getting less than two a game. So you're saying he's coming in one to two times a game, and that's not a lot. So that's that seems very doable. As far as being productive, like if you're talking one sack and thirty snaps, if there's sixty, seventy defensive snaps a game, right? If somebody right. plays ninety percent of those. You're talking about a 34 sack season, which would be the record by far. Well, of course. So, so that that's so, productive. So I in think. The, so in, so the I think Ferg's hot take is that purse. You're going to see some awesome statistics per a snap basis. Yeah, exactly. So you would say like, right? It's like when. Yeah, exactly. I would imagine. I would imagine exactly. he gets somewhere between five to ten snaps a game. Yeah, yeah it's probably higher than. Again, I didn't do the math, so yeah. you know the human calculator did the math. So, right, 30 snaps works out to, like, two snaps a game. Yes, I'd say it's probably somewhere in the realm of 5 to 10. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, I'd say it's probably 5 to 10 snaps. I, I wasn't thinking that through. I think it's probably 5 to 10 snaps a game. I think, and again, I yeah, I, I don't think we see, at most, maybe two sacks. Mm-hmm. I really think you see one sack, maybe a couple tackles for loss, as previously stated, four to five, maybe six. Pass deflections, some pressure, quarterback pressure. Exactly, we're gonna see we're gonna see good things out of him. It's mm. really the point that I'm making, and we're going to see not just good things out of him, but like again, guys, let's put this into perspective, okay? If you have someone that's taking five to ten snaps a game, and they get one sack on the season, but they're only taking five to ten snaps a game, our best guy last year, three sacks, was it? Well, three sacks are our best D lineman. That's what I'm talking four, about. D lineman. Four and a half. It was a lineback. Yeah. Right. It was um Deion Jones. Deion Jones. Yeah. Right. But I'm talking defensive yeah. line. It was three sacks, right? Yeah. What one sack, five to ten snaps a game. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's that's really good. Again, as Jeff Jeff did the math statistically, if he did that. Well, that was that'd be one if it was thirty, but he we're thinking. Well, right, right, but I'm saying I'm saying regardless though, yeah. even if he did that five to ten snaps, you're talking about you know you're talking if you work that out, work the numbers out, five to ten snaps a game, one sack on the season, you're talking about someone who again down the road it would be higher in six to seven, higher in six to seven, it'd be like ten or eleven. Yeah. So Jeff, now let's talk about one through ten. Hot being ten. One being cold, where do you rank that? What Ferg's saying on the on the hotness scale? As far as him saying that AO is going to be productive, I I think AO has, definitely has a chance to be productive. I think he'll easily get one sack if he's playing five to ten snaps a game. I I, I would think he's going to have two or three. So Easy. what? So you're saying that's a three? I'm I'm going to say more of a five because I think that. I don't know how much we're going to see AO. Well, that's the thing. I I don't know how much we're going to see him. I just, he could, guys, realistically, it's unlikely. Well, so I don't say, I see realistically, it's unlikely, but it could have, we could not see him at all this season. It could have. Definitely possible. He might not make it out of camp. It it could happen. (laughs) Well, he's, he's going to make it out of camp, but, um, (laughs) right. 
So he hasn't he hasn't taken a he hasn't taken a snap, and he's already one of the best pass rushers on the team. <laughs> he's gonna make it out of camp. So Jeff, let's move on to yours. What is your more what's your warm take? Warm take? Yeah, your warmest take or your your coldest hot take. Uh I think it's like the Falcons will rush for over eighteen hundred yards this year with Mike Davis just passing a thousand. I don't think he's gonna pass it by much. I think he's gonna pass it by like twenty, thirty yards. That's so hot. That's a hot take. Wow, you think? <sighs> I see, I think that's pretty cool. I think I could see my I think I could see Mike Davis hitting over a thousand yards rushing. Our run game is subpar. But we're what? hoping to see with the addition of with the addition of Coach Smith. We're going to hopefully use the pass game to open up the run game, get a thousand yards. Plus, we have an extra game this year. Is Coach yeah. Smith going to run the ball? <laughs> Honestly, with his scheme, he could probably run the ball and be okay. Yeah. And 1,800 yards. 1,800 yards last year would have put him middle of the pack. It's not, it's not a crazy number. No. And, and you know what? The 1,800 yards doesn't bother me as much as breaking a thousand. Well, they're going to have an extra game, which helps. It does. That's a good point. A lot that's, of that's so a, really a lot of guys point. ended yeah. up in the in the nine hundred plus. That's a good point. And not I wasn't many. thinking about that. You know, that's that's a yeah, that's a warm take. I agree. I wasn't yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. the extra game. That's a warm <clears> take. I don't have much else to say. Like I think we kind of cover that. Like I think that's very doable. I would give that also a five. Take I, away that extra game. I, I, I. It's not. I, a it definitely gets hotter. I would give take. it a six if it, if it's we take away the extra game with the game. I'm gonna give it a five. Yeah. So for your five, also. I, it's a warm take. I'd say it's a five. Yeah. So moving on to my, what I think is probably the, the, the coolest of my hot takes. I'm going to say by the end of 2021, we have five rookies starting. Which, so which five are you thinking that's going to be? Mm. So if Keep I harsh. had to pick, so we've got Kyle Pitts starting. We've okay. got Richie Grant starting at tight end safety. I'm with you. Jalen Mayfield is going to be starting at either right tackle, which if Caleb McGarry that's, doesn't. That's hot. <laughs> it could be if Caleb McGarry doesn't get it together. I don't know. I think that's Mayfield warm. We talked up. about this in and, our yeah. offensive line podcast. I think that's a warm. And yeah. then, yeah. But then I think if he, doesn't start, if he doesn't start at right tackle, I think he will start at left guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those, are, those three are... are almost locks at starting. I think Darren Hall by maybe even by the end of camp is going to be starting at the nickel position. He's, he's by far standing out more than anybody else at the, the third cornerback. Um, it's starting to heat up. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan of Darren Hall. This is, this and, is, and then for the fifth spot, Avery Williams is going to start as the punt returner. <laughs> That's, Technically, a spot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- I'll take it on a technicality. Yeah. So there's an asterisk on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's doable. And you know, if if we start to see, you know, if the season doesn't turn out the way we kind of hoped, we could also see Avery Williams kind of start cutting into Cordell Patterson's kick returns, maybe some of his offensive snaps. But you know what? Let's let, let me just let's be clear. You're you're saying by the end of the season, right? Yep. I don't I don't think that's I I don't think that's totally unreasonable. I really don't. I mean, we could end up seeing you know, we could end up seeing Frank Darby take over the number two receiver. Uh, are you going to count if if Avery Williamson takes the kick return job? Are you going to count that as part of your five? If he's got <laughs> so, punt returner so and kick returner, you're saying two jobs. Yeah. No, I'm, I would just count that as one. <laughs> okay. 
<clears throat> but you know, you never know what could happen. We're a couple injuries away from, you know, somebody else, you know, a rookie being there. So, right. We're two in two quarterback injuries away from Felipe Franks, like slinging the ball. Oh my gosh. I shouldn't say that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> if that happens, our season's over. We're, yeah. We're going to start talking about, I don't know, something else. Our podcast will transition to painting, you know, finger painting, right? Exactly. And we'll do demonstrations. Uh, we'll post all of our our artwork on Instagram. Yeah, assembling, you know, dressers and stuff like that, just like nonsense. So, uh, moving on to our, let's see, what would you guys give those number wise? Number wise, what would you give? I'd say that's uh that's I'd say it's around five or six. I, would, I, was, I swear to you, I was going to say five or six. I think it's right yeah. around what Jeff just mm. said. Yeah. All right. Or what Jeff's, what Jeff's previous hot take. I think those are akin. A, a they're, they're right around the same so, degree of hotness. So let's move on to the next. Let's move on to your next one, Ferg. Let's just keep going. Let's just go right around sure. the horn. So, so I, made, I made reference in um, our last podcast that uh, A.J. Terrell was a 77 overall in Madden. I think by the end of the season, based on what we're seeing in in minicamp, right? I think uh, AJ Terrell will be a ninety overall in Madden. Ooh, oh, I like that. I he's playing like it in camp right now. Yeah, I think we. I th- here's the thing. I think we need him to. I think we need him to continue to play like that. Mm. And I think we need ninety overall AJ Terrell mm. Madden rating. I think <laughs> that, we need that AJ Terrell this season. So that would put him. Behind Marlon Humphrey and Xavier Howard, and right where James Bradbury is for the Giants, mm. right ahead of Denzel Ward and Kendall Fuller. Hmm. I think so. Here's what I'm going to say about that. I'm going to, as far as a number goes, I'm going to give that as far as hotness. I'm going to give that a seven, not because I don't think, not because I don't think AJ Terrell will play like that. I think AJ Terrell will play close to a ninety, maybe even a ninety-two. Like, but, but. As you can see, Madden ratings are awful, and I think they will refuse to bump him up that high. To give him a 13-point jump just doesn't seem like something they'd want to admit they did You know what we have to do sometime in this podcast? Mm. It won't be PG. We need to read, I think his name's Ethan. I I know exactly who you're talking about. The long snapper for the Redskins, right? No, he was a tackle, and he wrote wrote a letter to To John Madden. Madden. It was addressed to John Madden. Yeah, that's a really... Really funny read. If you guys Hilarious. haven't done it, I can't remember what his name is. Um, just look up "angry letter to John Madden" about Madden ranked. He got ranked pop- like a fifty-seven or something. <laughs> it was awesome. he was the worst ranked player in Madden. Yeah, in this letter, he just blew up on the guy. And at, at one point, he does. He says. Really, John, you gave me gave my throw power a twelve. Like I can't even play ca- my poor son. I can't even play catch with him in the back. <laughs> oh gosh, good stuff. Good so, stuff. Jeff, what, what would you give Ferg's Madden rating? As far as him playing like it, like you said, I think that's that's maybe a six or seven. As far as Madden complying and and upping his rating to that, I'd say it's more like an eight. <laughs> that's fair. So Jeff, uh, let's move right along to your what's your next hot take? Uh, mine is going to be that Kyle Pitts hits double digit touchdowns. And so we're I'm thinking 10 10 11 touchdowns, which if 
in the past year that would have put a 10 would have put him at third overall for tight ends and top 10 overall for wide receivers and tight ends. So that would be pretty great. What do you think, Ferg? Where's that on your hotness? It's probably about a five. Hmm. Yeah. So probably about a five for me. So I'm going to give that a two on my hotness. I was going to say that's pretty low because um, my next hot take is that Kyle Pitts breaks every single tight end rookie record this upcoming season. So just so you guys know what that is, Mike Dicka had 12 touchdowns. I think he's going to break that. Um, He had 1,076 yards. I think Pitts is going to break that. And then the most catches by a rookie tight end um, was Keith Jackson with 81. And I think Kyle Pitts is going to break all three of those and just be a phenom from here on out. You know, I'm almost thinking that after listening to that, receptions might be the hardest one mm. because the ball's going to be spread out in this offense. That might be the hardest part. It definitely could be. Just you got Calvin Ridley, you got Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst. Like there, there are a lot of targets. It's funny that you say that because I was already like I've got all these statistics up to defend why he's going to break the touchdown record because that one sounds hard. But yeah, 81 is going to be really tough. Honestly, that one sounds like when you say that out loud, that sounds the hardest to me. I I take it back about the touchdowns like (laughs) touchdowns seem doable. I think that the Falcons are going to score a crazy amount of points this year. I mean, when you when you look at it, Atlanta had one of the they were 26th in the league touchdown uh, efficiency uh, and they were. They were in the red zone more than so bottom five, and they were in or close to bottom five, and they were in the red zone more than like seventeen more times than the next closest and like below them. Um, they were there was a lot of meat on the bones, and Kyle Pitts was brought in to uh, make up for that. So yeah, I, there's no reason he you know he's going to be a mismatch nightmare. I, there's no reason he can't hit twelve touchdowns. I think this this season. Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean. Uh, especially after listening to the, like, honestly, the receptions really seems like the hardest part of about that. <laughs> but, but if you think about it, 17, if he averages five catches a game, right? Uh, yeah, that's 85. That's 85. That's doable. Very doable. But you, you got to think if he's tearing it up early in the year, teams are going to be going all out to stop him. And it, if they're doing that, Ridley, Hurst, pe- other people are going to eat. I just don't think you can stop him. I, I don't know that you can, but you don't need to force it into yeah. tough coverage when you have Ridley wide open. Uh, yeah, I just think five catches a game is like nothing. It's it's not nothing because nobody's done that before besides one person. Because sixteen a ro- games, as a rookie, tight sixteen now. games, five catches a game is eighty. So yeah, let's be clear: we're talking about the NFL. We're not talking about the Falcons. Yes, yes, we're talking about rookie tight end records in the NFL. Right. <clears throat> I just want to. I just want to make that clear. Because that could easily be misunderstood. So where do you guys... And here's the other thing, though. I got to say, Mike Decca also, he he did this back in 1961. It, it was just a different... It's just different. It's, it's more different. incredible that he did it. No, it's not. He did it in a non-passing league. In 1961? They weren't throwing the ball over the place like... They are now. When they were, though, they were throwing it short. They were running the football, and they were throwing it short. And I also believe he did it in 14 games instead of 16. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So, Mike yeah. Dick had a hard head. <laughs> no, I, that's incredible. I didn't know it was in 14 games. You're right. I, I, I forget that aspect of it. That's the second time tonight that I've forgotten about 
the additional games and how we're adding more games to the season. Can, you know, we've added more games to the season, you know, over the past, yeah. what, 60 years, you know, since Mike Ditka did, you know, when he, it's crazy, Mike Ditka, 60 years ago, he did that. 50. No, man, 60. 1961. 2020. Yeah, shoot. 60 years. The human calculator got him. I got Shoot. him. I am now the human calculator. So, <laughs> good. We're gonna have a lot of. We're gonna have a lot of relying on you, um, Jeff. I don't want the title. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you guys rank that? What's the hotness? One through ten. Every tight end. I th- I put it at an eight or a nine. Mm. It, breaking all three hot. of them is 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 the tricky Very part. Hot. Breaking I, one of them. It's sure. a nine for me. It's a nine. For I me. think. I think it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it has to be a nine to break all of them. If it's to break one of them, that's a seven. Breaking all of them, and that and that's my middle one. Uh, right. So, all right. so for let's move on to what is your hottest take of the twenty twenty one Atlanta Falcons season? Hottest take is that Russell Gage will end the season with the second most passing yards in Atlanta. You know, my reasons are that I think you know he's a dynamic player. Meaning he's capable of scoring in more than one way. You know, he's mm-hmm. capable of scoring by passing, by rushing, by receiving, uh, you know, et cetera. I think Cordero Patterson will probably also play, should that happen, he will play a crucial role in the development of Russell Gage of that alternative offense model or scheme that I'm proposing we may see, right? Which would be like a wildcat or an option offense. Mm. And that of course is contingent upon it's contingent upon. Well, I was going to say Matt Ryan, something happening to Matt Ryan being it, but it's not, it's really not. I, I could see with, um, you know, with the, the quality of athlete that the Atlanta Falcons have in Russell Gage and Quarterell Patterson, I could see them run a wildcat with those two or just an option. Think about it. those two guys running just the option, like a Navy option. Mm. I can so see how many times a game, like how many times, you know, either through the season or how many times a game do you think that we'll see that either here? Let me rephrase, is, let me rephrase it. How many times a game will we see the Wildcat? And how many times a game do you think we'll see a pass? So here's the thing I, I try to take my bias out of this because that's something I'd like to see. And as I established earlier on, I like seeing these things, like these mix ups. Arthur um, Smith does that kind of stuff too. Well, there you go. So, right. I, I my hope is that my hope is that we see this kind of stuff. You know, yeah. I mean, ten he, to twenty he, snaps a game. That's my hope. He ran Derrick Henry out of the Wildcat all the time. Not all the time, but Derrick Henry's couple also plays a special. Right, know, but it, there was a very it was special when I say Wildcat, it was direct snap to Derrick Henry. And there's nobody else in the backfield. Everyone knew what was coming. It just right. didn't matter. Well, and that's so the thing. It'll be a different scheme. If you put Russell Gage back there with Corderell Patterson, Russell Gage could pass the football. Corderell Patterson, I've never seen him pass. I, I tried to look it up whether or not he's ever um, played quarterback position. I couldn't find anything, so I don't believe he's ever played the quarterback position. But just given given his history in the league and given um, – uh, you know, Russell Gage's ability to pass, rush, and receive. I think we could see both those guys in the backfield at various times out of a wildcat or an option. And I think it could be very successful. So I think probably 10 to 20 times a game, we maybe see something like that. Initially, oh, 10 to 20 times a game. What's that? 10 to 20 times a game. 
Yeah. Holy that's God. my hot take. <laughs> that, that, that is that's, hot. A that's a 10. That's a 10. 10. Definitely 10. 10. <laughs> I, guys, here's the thing. I really, in all honesty, I really don't know. Truthfully, like mm. I said, I tried to take my bias out of it. I don't, truthfully, I don't think we're going to see it all that much. Like in all honesty, I, you know, I'm trying to offer my hottest take here. So 10 to 20, because it's not, here's the thing. That's not a radical idea to, to picture Russell Gage and Corderell Patterson in the backfield together running some kind of option, wildcat off it. Yeah. That's not all that radical. One to seeing three plays five, a game. Here's what I was going to say. Yeah. Seeing it five times a game or something of that nature, five or you know maybe three times, as Jeff said, that's not all that radical. Now, do I see we're going to see it, think we're going to see it 10 to 20 times a game? The offense typically stakes around 60 snaps. No, I don't. I don't think a third of their plays is going to be from the wildcat or the option. But – what I'd like to think is that if they're successful in doing this, that maybe they run and, you know, they have, they have, let's, you know, let's just be very clear. They they have Matt Ryan, who is, you know, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. You don't just not use that. Right. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, it'd be like, well, you know, with Drew Brees, we're going to run or Aaron Rodgers, we're going to run the wildcat. You know, people would look at you <laughs> the and be difference like, is, the what the hell is, are you talking about? The difference is Matt Ryan would, he's, would be like, okay, yeah, you got it, coach. I believe in you. And Aaron Rodgers would say, uh, uh-uh, we ain't, we ain't doing that. Yeah, get, you're right. Get off you're, my field. Right <laughs> now, right. So the re the reason I bring this up and the reason it's a hot take for me is because this is the real reason it's a hot take. It's not ten to twenty times a game. It's that I think if we're successful in that, we will see we'll Russell see more Gage. and more and more and more and more of it throughout the season. And we'll see Russell Gage with more passing yards than AJ McCarron or Felipe Franks by the end of the year. Yes. That's the so that's the hot. I day. think he'll be fifth in the division in passing. I think. Ooh, yeah, oh, that remember, ten. You got to remember they have Taysom Hill and. My mistake. My mistake. No. My <laughs> mistake. Sixth. Excuse me. Sixth. <laughs> I've said some pretty outlandish things. <laughs> so yeah, I would say for Russell Gate, he'll Russell, be second on the team. He'll okay. be second on the team. I think without question. I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna still give that an eight. Or nine. I mean, it's not nine. all that radical though. When you but look it at is, it, I added some things to it to but make if, it sound you like, think, like it's a hot take, but it's really not that radical. You got to think though, if we're beat, if we're beating teams handily or losing handily, or Matt Ryan gets hurt for a couple plays, Adrian McCarron or whoever the backup is is going to come in. I guess. Which, than, so I think that is a hot take. More than I anything, think I'd like to hot. see them do this. I'd like to see them do this kind of thing. Um, which unfortunately, the problem is the offensive side of the ball is not where Atlanta struggles. So again, maybe it. You know, I, I, I don't think they really need to even – I like Jeff said, I really don't think we see this. I, I think we see it maybe three to five eight mm-hmm. times a game. I don't think we see it 10 to 20 times. I just want to be very clear about that. And, yeah, that's really all I have to say about that. I, I think uh, my favorite part about it is uh, that you're also implying Matt Ryan's going to be real healthy. Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, I think he is. I, I, there's no, there's I, no reason. He's got a good offensive line. I don't know if you noticed when I said it. I, I didn't say Matt Ryan got hurt. I said that Matt Ryan's out because we're winning or, or oh, losing yeah. by a lot. Yeah, he's got a but, good offensive line. He really does. We have a decent offensive line. I don't, I don't feel all that concerned. I'm not all that concerned about Matt Ryan holding up throughout the season. There may be something here or there, but I, I don't think we're going to see anything. You know, knock on wood. There's no reason to think that he would, you know, he's going to take a shot. Hmm. You know, we're not, we're not, we're not the Colts. 
<laughs> the Colts actually have a really good offensive line now. Do they really? Yeah, it took them a long time. It took them for. I guess no, I was Andrew, thinking they had to wait for Andrew Luck to retire and right, they built yeah. off. You know who I was up. thinking? I was thinking Matt. I was actually thinking Matt Stafford. I was thinking Lions. <laughs> yeah. That's who I was actually. Honestly, God, I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking Matt Stafford. So, with that being said, Jeff, um, what's your what's your hottest take that you got? Darren Hall creates six turnovers. Ooh. So that could be four that's interceptions. A good one. Two forced fumbles. That that's probably where I would guess that, that that would lay out. But so I'm also banking on him getting thirty plus snaps a game. Yeah, you're banking on kind of like I. You're banking on mine. On my original, my first one that he ends up winning, winning the starting spot. Well, you had said by the end of the year, I kind of need him to do it by like week two. I think he can. I, I, I would again. I would not be surprised for Darren Hall to win the starting. By the way, he's playing. I would not be shocked for him to take the starting spot from Isaiah Oliver by the end of camp and see Isaiah Oliver off the team. Yeah, I mean he's gonna make some mistakes because he is hungry for turnovers mm-hmm. all the time, and he can bite a little too hard on some things. But same token, he still makes plays. Yeah. So I, uh, I think it's my hottest take because I'm banking on him getting enough snaps a game to do it yeah to do those kinds of things six but is a, six is a good amount of turnovers you can do it. I, I would give that an eight eight hotness i really honestly i really don't know where to rate that i just don't it's just contingent upon so many things happening so, so maybe right, it's, so, i think it's probably an eight yeah it's probably nine i don't know seven, like i think seven or an eight for me like i really think he could do those things but he has to be in the right place at the right time he has to win the starting spot and he has to be good enough where they don't think anyone else is going to match up there. Well, watch it match up as well. Six there. is a lot. I mean, six. The more I think, six about is a lot. Six is a lot. Six is a lot. I'm, this is not a little number. <laughs> yeah, it's probably an eight for me. Eight or yeah. It's mm-hmm. So with our final hot take and a take that I think everyone will find to be probably the hottest out of all of them, I think by the end of 2021. There will be an Atlanta Falcons player, most likely Deion Jones, that will be in contention for Defensive Player of the Year. Wow. If it's anyone, it's going to be Deion Jones. You know what? I could potentially see by the end of this year. By the end of this year. So by the end of the year, when they're talking about Defensive Player of the Years, it's going to be Aaron Donald, it's going to be Miles Garrett, and it's going to be Deion Jones all up there. for Guys, let me tell you something. If A.J. Terrell actually plays at the 90 overall level Madden ranking, he could potentially get it. uh, He could potentially be in contention, you know, exclusively for, or not exclusively uh, for, excuse me, I'm just Jeff staring daggers at me like he's ready for me to say it. Just (laughs) quit looking at me. He could be in contention. Purely based off of the jump. You get what I'm well, saying? Well, it would have the to improvement. Be, it would have to. The problem for corners, corners typically don't win it because the great corners, they don't even throw at. That's my point, though. That's exactly well, then my you, point. But you wouldn't be in contention for defense. AJ, AJ Terrell is not a great corner right now. He has the opportunity. This season, he has the opportunity. You're to, saying because they don't think he's a great corner, 100%. That I'm saying he's going to get more looks than mm-hmm. he's going to get way more looks than a Darrell Revis would get. He's going to okay. get. I'm okay with that. So I, I'm, I'm not saying it's going to happen, yeah. but I'm saying if we're, if we're going to talk about that and make, you know, that kind of, you know, that outlandish of a claim. You can I, see being AJ Terrell. I could well. see AJ Terrell be up I there. I also, too, and this wasn't the take. 
But this is the year. I wouldn't be surprised either if we saw Richie Grant in contention for defensive rookie of the year either. Yeah, I would think he would be in contention. He's going to have a lot of responsibility put on him early. Mm -hmm. And so he has has the opportunity for more. I think it's interesting. I think with Richie Grant, it's, you know, I think with Richie Grant, it's big win, big lose. You know what I mean? It's like he's either going to be in contention for rookie defensive rookie of the year or he's going to not be in contention for it and he's not going to play all that well mm. and we might not see him again. And then, yeah, if, if he's... I think he... I mean, either, I, you're saying he's either going to, you know, fly or fall. I think he's going to... Yeah, he's going to fly He'll or either fall. be on the field making plays or he won't be ready and we'll see Eric Harris and uh, yeah. Harmon. And, it, and it'll destroy him. If he, st- if he in- initially starts, which we suspect that he will, it's going to destroy him. So, and I don't think he'll be, you know, I don't think he'll be destroyed because he's so like hardworking. He's one of those guys That's that really true. works on his craft. There are definitely guys like, um, I can't remember his name, the, the safety out of LSU who got drafted, uh, Grant Delpa. And I think we really saw that from him where he really came out. He was supposed to be the superstar player in his last season. He really crumbled and then he hasn't done we haven't heard much of him in the nfl maybe you know maybe he turns it around but i think a player like that where they relied so much on their athletic ability is more likely to have something like that happen where a player like richie grant who's so like put his nose to the grindstone and just right. trying to always improve i think we're less likely to see him kind of crumble so just so to go to draw us back because we could talk yeah. about this all day long we're talking about an Atlanta Falcons defensive player being in contention for defensive player of the year next season. How hot is that? I think, I think it's a nine because I think it, it has to be Deion Jones. Grady Jarrett's phenomenal. I don't think he's going to step it up enough for anybody to say he's better than Aaron Donald. So he's almost screwed in that sense that he's definitely not the best guy at his own position. So for him to have a shot would be, crazy uh like you were talking about corner those guys never get it i mean Xavier howard had 10 picks last year and i don't remember hearing about anything about him holy toledo i did not know that anything about him even being in contention so yeah aj Trell's not gonna get it (laughs) (laughs) so i think it has to be deon jones and you know with deon jones the reason why i specifically say him is in this if if dean pease can unlock deon jones to his full potential and Deion Jones is able to unlock Dean Pease's defense to its full potential. We could see close to 10 interceptions from, and no, this is a lot, but we could see close <laughs> to 10 interceptions from Deion Jones and close to 10 sacks. Oh, okay. You're back. <laughs> this you, is you might be upping it to a 10 <laughs> if so that's your expectation. I might have bumped it well, to an 11. Well, I'm saying so. If you look at if you look at it. Deion Jones is really he ten really, sacks and ten interceptions well, would be like one of the best seasons of all time. <laughs> I, I, I'm not like, saying ten and ten, but like close. Like we might see, you know, five interceptions and eight sacks, or there, there was no touchdowns, even remotely close to those interception numbers. But I'm saying we could see it this year. If if it's going to happen to for a linebacker, it's Deion Jones. Uh, that's a Jeff. It's tough if you. <laughs> If you'd start the just, sacks, I'm all on board for. If, if you'd you were start to say, believing, it might happen. If if so, he had ten sacks, four interceptions, so here, four forced fumbles, he might. I mean, that's so, that's a phenomenal. So game. hear me out. 
So in this defense, we're going to rely on a lot of pressures, a lot of poor throws from quarterbacks, a lot of batted balls, a lot of balls getting tossed in the air. Deion Jones has the speed, the athleticism, and the awareness to you know maybe Guys, pick up some batted balls. If we're talking about this, we might as well go back to Russell Gage being the fifth highest passer <laughs> in our division. I mean, this it. is outlandish. So you guys are saying, I, all right, let's just draw it back. Outlandish. Out of, <laughs> one through ten. An Atlanta Falcon being in contention for defensive player of the year. I, I just want to say real quick, one of Ray Lewis's best years, he had six interceptions. Outside of that, his best was three. What about Patrick Willis? But I'm just saying, like as a comparable, like but I, I would say athletically, Deion Jones is closer to a safety than a linebacker. And yeah. that's that's why I asked about Patrick Willis, because I think Patrick Willis was a better athlete than Ray Lewis. Mm. Ray Lewis was a damn good football the best, player. But the he best. was somebody who was always in right. contention for defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Why yes. I bring him up specifically as a middle linebacker. But like Thon said, and I agree with this, um, I think he, he's probably more akin to a like you said, a large safety. Or really if you I mean, if you had to compare him to someone it's Patrick Willis at the linebacker position. As far as if you want to look at top performers that had the athleticism, Patrick Willis was so, a freak of athlete. So hear me out. Free. Deion Jones reminds me a lot of Bob Sanders, the Colts' old strong safety. I See, I uh, Bob Sanders is pushing it for me. Bob Sanders was like five eight, dude. So I'm not saying I'm not saying and like two hundred and twenty pounds. It didn't even make sense. He was just this ball of So muscle. I'm just saying like athletically, like just the speed, the ability to hit, being all over the field kind of thing. That's what Deion Jones is like. You're not gonna take you don't want Bob Sanders necessarily taking on blocks and Absolutely. Anyways, we're we're going down yeah. the rabbit hole. Yeah, we are. I'm saying a nine. Nine for Ferg. Nine. Maybe a ten. All right. That might hit the if, if you're hoping for ten interceptions, ten. <laughs> I mean, I ten yeah. and ten, ten interceptions, ten sacks. Um, how many touchdowns? Well, we got how many? Two. I'm saying might he's as well, well, I'm no, might I'm as thinking, well make that a ten. While we're Deion at Jones it. is getting Jeez. two pick sixes this year, he's gonna tie. And early on, he's gonna tie the record. Uh, he's gonna tie the record for uh, most interceptions by most pick sixes by a linebacker. He's got one every year, boys. He's buy get- Russell Gage jerseys today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are running out of time. Actually, I think we're a little over from where we wanted to be. Um, but we just went over our hot takes and, you know, from cool to hot. Um, let us know either by commenting in Instagram um, or somewhere else what your guys' hot takes for the seasons are. I did ask you some of you guys recently, and those are always fun to look at. Again, this is Thon Ray. You guys can follow us at Falcons underscore drip on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please make sure you subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do to get the alert for our next episode. If you guys enjoyed today, please leave us a review. It always helps us grow. Until then, see you next time. Rise up.